A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19. He entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and rich, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but he could not on account of the crowd because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place and looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, he has gone in to be a guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. The word of the Lord. Sitting around a small and acrid fire that, due to the painted wood they were forced by necessity to burn, the men were in good spirits, thanks in part to their good spirits, but mostly because even though it was the beginning of November, it wasn't that cold at all. That and they had been under this particular railroad bridge now for about a month and a half. No one had chased them away, smashed up their shelters, or tried to join them. For a month and a half, they'd been able to build a camp that was really getting to be quite comfortable, comparatively, of course. When they arrived in the late afternoon from their work at the labor pool, or collecting recyclables, or from bumming change, or for more elaborate asks, they didn't have to think about where they were going to sleep, or have to retrieve their bedrolls from their hiding place, or collect cardboard, or plywood, or look for an overhang, or an overgrowth. No. All of that was in place, their camp, their shelter, under the low railroad bridge, nearly sealed off on one side by an enormous pile of sand used by the city for one thing or another, and hidden on the other by a tangle of scrub trees. A store of wood was even collected and stacked, sort of. So when they did come home to the camp at the end of the day, all they had to do was to cook up or open up the food that they had acquired during the day, and then sit around the fire and talk. And like those early inhabitants of the cave at Lascaux, when every waking moment was not occupied by survival, they turned to matters of the heart, the mind, and the soul. They were not painters. No, their creative expression landed on the reading and the debating of the holy text. 
having discovered that all three of them were quite knowledgeable about the word of God from their former lives and pursuits. I do not know their names, but for narrative purposes, I will call them Homeless Bill, Homeless Bob, and Homeless Dave. That night, Homeless Bob had recited the story of Zacchaeus. Three men, the three men sat for a while in silence, as was their custom, thinking about the text until one of them broke the silence with the question for the evening. That night, it was Homeless Dave. What then, Homeless Dave said, straightening up and pointing his chin over the right shoulder of Homeless Bob, is the meaning of I must in the verse. Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Homeless Bob said, I must come to stay at your house today, is a command to Zacchaeus to receive Jesus and to provide him with food and a place to stay. Homeless Dave said, I must means that in order to fulfill the word of God, Jesus must stay at Zacchaeus' house. You see, in all of the book of Luke, I must is spoken by Jesus only three times. Once at the beginning of the book, Luke 4, homeless Bill recited, but he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God. That is why I was sent. Very good, said homeless Dave. And then in this text of this Zacchaeus passage is the second, I must. And then the third and last time is at the end of the book. It was homeless Bob's turn. Luke 24, Jesus referring to himself says, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. So you see, said homeless Dave, I must means compelled. Jesus is compelled to follow by God to follow these three commands to fulfill his will and accomplish his purpose. I must preach the kingdom of God, I must stay at Zacchaeus' house, and I must be delivered into the hands of sinful men to be crucified and on the third day be raised again. Homeless Bill questioned him. How can it be that the three things Jesus must do to fulfill the kingdom of God are to preach the, um, to preach the, the kingdom of God and to stay at Zacchaeus' house and to be crucified and rise again? It's clear that he must preach the kingdom of God. How else would anybody understand the way of redemption if Jesus didn't tell them? And the last thing is the act that brings upon redemption for all time. So of all the things that Jesus must do and say, how is staying with Zacchaeus equal to the other two? What does staying with Zacchaeus have to do with redemption? Homeless Bob then told a story. It was at Sinai, the holy mountain, when Moses and all of Israel arrived, early, arrived after an already considerable time in the wilderness. God called Moses up to the mountain, and the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will come to you in a thick cloud, so that people may hear when I speak with you, and may also see me when I stand before you. Then they will know that I am their God. Then Moses told the words of the people to the Lord. And the Lord also said to Moses, go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow and let them wash their garments so that they are pure and that when they see me and hear my voice, voice, no harm will come to them. And let them be ready for the third day. For on that third day, the Lord will come down 
on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Moses began to leave the Lord, but the Lord called back to Moses and said to him, You shall set bounds for the people all around, saying, Beware that you do not go up on the mountain or touch the border of it. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely die. Whether beast or man, he shall not live. When the ram's horn sounds at a long blast, they shall come up to the mountain. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people and consecrated the people. And they washed their garments. And he said to the people, be ready for the third day. So it came about on the third day, when it was morning, that there was thunder and lightning, flashes and thick clouds on the mountain. And the whole of the mountain of God was like a volcano preparing to erupt. And then a very loud trumpet sounded, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God. And they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked violently. And when the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered with a thunder. The Lord came down to Mount Sinai, to the top of the mountain, and the Lord called to Moses, Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up, and then the Lord spoke to Moses, Go down, warn the people, so that they do not break through to the Lord, and many of them will perish. And let the priests who come near to the Lord consecrate themselves, or else the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, Set bounds about the mountain and consecrate it. Then the Lord said to them, Go down and come again, you and Aaron with you, but do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord or he might break forth on them. So Moses went down to the people and told them, when the Lord comes down from the mountain and you hear the voice of the Lord you and you see the Lord, do not break through the barriers set around the mountain. And the people desired to see the Lord, but they were afraid. They asked Moses if they should retreat from the mountain. But Moses said that it was the will of the Lord to see the people and for all the people of Israel to see the Lord so that he could be their God and they could be his people. The Lord called to Moses again and Moses went up to the mountain and the Lord asked Moses if the Lord, if he told the people to stay back from the barriers. And Moses said, yes, Lord, I've told them several times and they're waiting to hear you, waiting to hear your words and to see you. They desire to see you and hear you, but they are afraid of you. Homeless Bob paused, was silent. Homeless Dave and Homeless Bill raised their eyebrows in question. What does that have to do with what we were talking about? I mean, you better have more to say than that. Homeless Bob smiled in response and explained, God wants the people to see him and to hear him. He wants to be completely in their presence because the Lord knows that in order for them to be his people and for him to be their God, he must be known by them. They must see God completely. But God's never done this before. God doesn't know what will happen if he shows himself completely to the people. He is afraid that the naked presence, his naked presence might even kill them. He feels a little scared. He feels vulnerable. He feels vulnerable, and he expressed his vulnerability by continuing to call Moses back up the mountain to make sure the people are ready. 
but the Lord is trying to make sure he's ready too. For he does not know what will happen when the people see him. They may die or they may turn away. What if the people see him fully and reject him as their God? The God of fire and smoke at the top of the mountain comes before the people at the bottom of the mountain naked and vulnerable and desiring them, loving them, and needing their love. Again, homeless Bob paused. Again, homeless Dave and homeless Bill raised their eyebrows. I must, said homeless Bob, is a statement of need. Zacchaeus, I need to stay at your house. There is something about Zacchaeus, this man who is a tax collector, which means he's a crook and an oppressor of the people, that Jesus desires and needs. He desires and needs to be in relationship with him. And he is willing before the whole crowd to make himself vulnerable by pleading with this short little crook of a man, come down from there. I need to stay at your house. Well, asked homeless Dave, what does that have to do with the other two musts? All three, I think, the proclamation of the kingdom, the death and resurrection, and the vulnerability of the Lord all have to do with redemption. Vulnerability and redemption, asked homeless Bill. What then, asked homeless Dave, must I do to become more vulnerable? I could make my right foot more vulnerable by taking the newspaper out of my shoe. I could sleep in the open lot instead of under the bridge. I could ask people to love me instead of asking them for a dollar. You must be transformed by the God who is vulnerable, answered homeless Bob. How do I do that, homeless Dave asked. I must go to sleep now, homeless Bill says. And they all agreed on that.